here we go. Spring of 2020. This is the 1080 Outdoors Podcast Land Management Series, where our main focus is pursuing the truth for everyday hunters like you. I wouldn't say it's kind of an FU, it's definitely an FU. Chronicle and document how our season's going and give you real-time updates, overall land management practices. You have to find a way to hunt big buck where they are. All right, welcome to the 1080 Outdoors podcast episode number 29. We are, uh, what, four or five weeks into our new life of quarantine? Four weeks? Four. Four weeks. Well, first... And foremost, I want to check in on, on my friends, Jed and Weston. There's a third person here that I'll not name due to his actions um, that I'll explain later. Jed, how are you doing? How are you holding up this week? Oh, fine. That's it? Yeah. All right. Weston. <laughs> uh, same old, same old. You know, still going to work. But fine as well. Bought a camper. Weird today. happened. Bought a camper. Oh. Today. Come on. What kind? Really? A Terry? Pop-up? Hard, hard, no, hard side. Really? What? How big? Uh, 20, well, it's like 24, but it's 27. Essential. Including, including the hitch. Essential job haver. Just like going out and buying campers when everyone else is. Well, I got a heck of a deal on it. It needs, it needs a little TLC. It's okay. a 99. What does it need? Does it have a slide-out portion? Can you show me a no, picture? Yeah, I can show you a picture. Well, one would think that'd be the first thing you would do. How much did you pay for it? I'm, that doesn't need to be public knowledge. I, we all know you're not rich, okay? Just <laughs> tell me what you paid for it. 2500 <laughs> Nice secret. At the oh, black screen. Black Thank you for that. Dude, you bought that? Yeah. Big high roller. That That's is, huge. How big is it? 20. It's like 25 footer. Jesus. But like I said, it needs a little TLC, like, you know, some cock around the window. Does it have AC? Yeah, AC heat. Propane, stove. Oh, do you have a truck that can even carry that or haul it? Yeah, I hauled it from Los Angeles today with the old friggin' Dodge Ram 1500. How'd it go? Good. Except when uh, <laughs> the sway bars came loose. <clears throat> yeah, if Jed sounds like he's distant today, it's because he is. He's just not. We have, we have two mics here, so he's choosing to be in the middle of both of them, I think. <laughs> So we'll see how. Well, I just don't want to get real close to any of you sick fucks. Well, it's true. We should remain six feet apart. So, we'll let Weston take over. He's got some. Uh, let's go over the turkey stuff first. All right. You want to just do some of the rapid fire, some of the questions? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do some of the questions, and then let's let's uh, let's cover our observations for the last week <clears throat> on the turkey action we're seeing up here, Southwest Wisconsin. All right. Uh, so we'll start with the first question from our viewers. I threw a little social media post out there, just kind of asking any questions they wanted answered. And uh, friend Fred Casper asked, "How do you how do you guys feel about using four tens for turkey hunting? Do you believe they have enough power?" Well, I'm gonna start off. <laughs> I was gonna. I literally put Jed after this because I was like, well, "We're gonna start with Jed," and then he asked, "What would be your maximum shot range?" And then I said. Jed, you found out this weekend. Yeah, so. yeah, I did. Go ahead. Funny you should ask. Well, I've got a 410 that uh, was gifted to me as a uh, a groomsman gift from a wedding last fall. Awesome gift, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it's sick. Folds right in half. It's tiny, so it's got a short barrel, 
and it doesn't have chokes and, and it's uh, got barrel constriction of less than a modified choke. So with TSS shot number nine, my maximum range is 15 yards. Not good. <laughs> Not good. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. I know of people who have, who have four tens that they can actually, you know, put a full choke in and with those TSS shells get good pattern out to 40. Mm -hmm. So uh, I would say get some shells, pattern it, because it's not going to be uh, a thing of penetration that I would worry about. It's just how far can you put the bead on its head and get a decent amount of pellets in the target. So... So with the right with the right gun, right choke, right shells, maybe forty. Decently confident out to probably thirty, maybe yeah. forty max. Yeah. Not my gun though. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be that guy and say you could technically kill one with a BB gun if you put it in the right spot. But I'm sure it's possible. It shoots BBs. Right. Jed, yeah. Well, I know. I mean, I know for a fact people have done it. Is that your goal this year, then? Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking a, a 12 gauge until one's dead. So that's no, that's your first first kill. That's, your that's first not kill. A secondary. That's no, that's first. And that's then first. you gotta get you gotta get a really dumb one. And then bow after that, or no, I no, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer using the long bow for turkey hunting, or what? Speaking of that, if you haven't watched our our first episode of season three, oh. um, you can get. You can take a watch, take a look at that, and and see again why. Uh, it, it's it's sad that I I was able to use your intro from the year before of Nebraska to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> to do it again. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh man. Some people are winners and some people aren't. I I really do chalk it up just horrendous luck. Well, I mean, there's some. Well, no, there, oh, I'm not going to. I, like, I don't want to be that guy. Like it. It boils down to... You shot high on the first one, right? Yeah, I just, like, I... And I feel like I say this every year, I just never practiced enough out of a blind. Because mm -hmm. standing there shooting with nothing around me, I'm confident all day to kill a turkey with every shot at 10 yards. Or five, like these ones were. It's just something sitting in a chair with a blind, you know, shooting through a window and something above you. It's just not easy, and I didn't practice it enough, so I will not blame it on luck. But we can foreshadow a little bit into the future, and was that this year or last year's videos? Well, night when you killed with that last year. Okay, last year's video. Yes, people haven't seen it yet. No, they no. should. No, it's out. Oh yeah, it's it's out. last it's year's out. video. So two seasons. Ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't shoot one last year. You gave up after Nebraska. Yes. It? Okay, so he retired with the longbow after Nebraska. I mean, but you can you can go back. To last year's season, season two of Pursuing the Strut, and see Jed uh, whack one with a longbow. At, at like, 30? At, no. 37. Yeah. 37. <clears throat> All right. That was luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, you missed twice before that, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Next question from, I'm going to murder this, Johnny Robodeck? Robodeck? Johnny Rod. How Johnny, about Johnny R? Johnny R. Says, does your strategy change when you see a single gobbler versus a group of gobblers? With no hens, and then same question, but with hens involved in the group. So, like, what would your strategies be different? Well, single gobbler, my my expectations are a lot higher. Like, he has nowhere, like, yeah. Yeah, like, no, no competition right now. Mm -hmm. This guy is, should be ours. 
where you see it with a bunch of hens, you gotta know where they're headed, at least general direction, and get in front of them and try and get the whole flock over there. Yeah. Whereas with a with a single gobbler, I feel like you got a lot more leeway, a lot more play, a lot more options because you can you can turn them. Plays along. Yeah. Right. That's my thought. So no real difference between, like, what if it's just a group of four gobblers instead with no hens? Oh. So he no real difference. No. Really. I don't think so. Like a single gobbler versus three gobblers. All no. right. I have some in-depth thought on this. All right. First, these freaks do some weird stuff where you think you have a lone gobbler or a, a lone set of gobblers. If they are strutting by themselves in a field, there is a hen there. And she's probably tucked right inside the wood line. So you should presume that that turkey, you're hunting a hen too. Um, now, let me break down the scenario of... Yeah, if they're alone, like because you, you'll see them cruising just like edges of fields and stuff, not strutting, bright red head, but bright red head, like they're alone, they're out looking, they're making pretty bad mistakes, they're pretty stupid. But if they're strutting, there's a head. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I'm fairly confident saying that. It, there is going to be a chance that you might get up on that bird and call at him. You might never see a hen because the hen is just tucked into the woods a little bit. Or I guess there there might not be a hen. There might just be one randomly strutting out in a field by itself. But it's just I have never I don't most of my experiences generally if they're strutting like that along a field edge, and it appears like there isn't a hen. There's probably a hen inside the woods, a few of them. Um, so in the case of of a lone like let's let's say we're just assuming that it's a lone tom like cruising and they're not usually standing still either if they're by themselves. They're usually cruising along a, a field edge or something. I mean, there's a hundred different scenarios, but I would just get get set up with cover as as quickly as you can and and call. If they're truly alone and they're truly ready, they're gonna gobble back and be in your lap soon. Um, and I would almost I just there's there's a lot of different scenarios. So if you're if you're like in a vehicle and you're driving and you see one, keep going, try to set up. And this goes with when there's a group of hens, try to set up in that travel lane of them so if they're heading a certain direction they're always turkeys are always working some way in a field or through a wood woods and it's much easier to keep them coming the same way they're going than turning around right. so that's easy i mean if there's if there's a big flock if you're hunting a big flock and you're trying to move in get out ahead of them and put decoys up and try to you're going to just try to pull them away from them with the decoys essentially and trying to turn them around it's just Pretty, pretty much a, a, a flock. It, it, it's not happening. Right. I mean, they do things like they kind of snake fields though sometimes. So like, if you think that they're not coming, they might come back because they do these. They do these like how many times we've seen it out there at the fields that we hunt in all the time. They, <clears> just, say they come along and they work along the bottom part of the field. They, they come up at some point and they work back the other way. Like well, that's what that, that's what the one that I missed. In that scenario, most of the time, don't go chasing after them. Like, don't if you're behind them, you're you're either screwed or you have a chance of them. Like, they work along the topo lines in fields. Like, if you have a row crop field, corn hay, corn beans, whatever, you'll notice. Like, if the ones that are if they're just like out there, gonna hang out in the field all morning or afternoon, like they're gonna work one topo line and they come back and they raise up and they'll work the next topo line a lot of times. 
But if you think you're going to chase behind them, like once they move out of sight along the one tuple line and you want to go to where they've been, it doesn't work very often, if ever. Got to try to be out in front of them. Okay. Uh, next question is from Boone Stahlberg. Boone. Boone. <laughs> he asked, do you guys still tree yelp on the roost or wait to aggressively yelp cut upon the fly down? I hate tree yelping. I want to be silent. I, like, I don't want them to know that I'm in the area until they're down. So you don't even do like a little I don't like to. locating? No. Yeah. That's different. He doesn't know that I'm there. Nice. Oh, okay. That's a nice owl hoot. Thanks, man. That was a pretty good owl hoot. I see. Just not yelping. Yeah, I, like I don't like making turkey sounds when they're in the tree still. Okay. I mean, granted, my decoys are where they can see them. You're just as well. You might as well. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like if you're within a hundred yards in a field edge, and like on a field edge, and you can see them, and they can damn sure see the decoys. Might as well. Like, hey, I'm an early riser. Come talk <laughs> to me. You know. Right. But like, no. If it's, if like, if I don't think they're inside of me, I'd rather not. Okay. Taylor. All right. I have two different scenarios again. So with us hunting a lot up in the field, like up in dead center in the field with a blind a lot, <clears throat> generally don't call until they're on the ground because um, there's no point because they've got a little ways to get to you most likely. Um, and if I'm like actually in the woods on the ground set up on a roosted bird, I don't have enough self-control not to do some <laughs> And some scraping on the ground. I just don't. I don't have self-control. I'm a bad person. I would say your best bet is to be quiet. I, I don't know. I just... I have zero control of myself. So... I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. If you're, if you're a strong human being, the best thing you could ever do is listen for a fly down, give a little cluck, and shut the fuck up. I'm not there yet. I, I'm I'm assuming I'm gonna have to be like 50 or something before that happens. <laughs> I just get ramped up in the mornings, man. You got the sun coming up. You got a goddamn turkey just rumbling the trees around you, and you're right in the same ball field as them. You're right on the dance floor with them. You're on the same ridge, less than a hundred yards away of a roosted bird. I can't get them to start to scratch the goddamn ground, flapping my fucking wings and shit. Like none of it ever usually works. <laughs> But the morning it does, and you're done before 6 a.m., I'm going to be jacked up. Right. So it's up to you. I would just, I would say, from my experience, it's probably better not to, not to call much. <laughs> just because it just doesn't work that often. Because it's hard to pull them right off a roost right into your lap. That is very rare. That is like, I've been a part of how many, how many times have you, I've, I've, it's happened to me three times. I, that I remember, like, legit flew down in your lap dead. Three times out of hundreds Mm-hmm. And there's been some fired up birds. They they just tend to go. They fly down. They probably got a hen sitting there under the tree saying, "Come on down." Um, just like that. That must be in the south. That turkey. Yeah. Well, they're all southern <laughs> birds. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> have you, how many times have you had it? Like legit, like fly. You heard it fly down. It's in your lap. Like uh, taking Nebraska out of the picture. Yeah. I yeah. think. I think two. Like I would consider that that one that Jake shot with his trad bow two year two or three years ago now. 
I would consider yep, that, that was one, one on my list. Um, and then one other time it happened, <laughs> and I missed. Really, oh, you yeah. kid? Yeah. Minor. I, I remember my, hunting with my uncle and my dad one time. Just, I think I told the story recently. It was like my favorite weekend ever hunting, and they was legitimately like they killed before six a.m. Think you heard? They flew down there right in your lap. All right, um, next question is from Billy Kellogg. This question is a, is a good question because we're about to release this uh, episode. This is a very important question, one of the more important ones. He asked... Make sure to tag him when you post this podcast, too, because right. he deserves... I'm making the video aggressively anti-him, too. <laughs> he is wondering, is the red button on the camera the record button? Yes. In most cases. Like all of them. <laughs> so, for people who don't know, know why a human you would ask that, that's a I good disagree. that's a good idea. Um, what is tang? Billy and I hunted opening day last year in Wisconsin. He to his to his side of this, he was supposed to be the first person shooting, but the turkeys literally sat right behind the blind. I ended up shooting with my shotgun out the door, so it wasn't like suitable for a bow. So I guess I didn't. I also thought that he had enough recording experience where he would know how to do it. Well, you one with him. So we, uh, yeah, essentially the main video camera never got record, never got pushed, and uh, the kill shot never got. Although it did get captured on, on Facebook, Facebook Live, Live, but it's a cell phone video on Facebook Live. Facebook Not acceptable. <laughs> but it shows. I mean, that it, we should just talk about that shit someday, like. All the crappy stuff that happens because you have cameras with you. Oh, fuck up, girl, yeah. Because <clears throat> when you do carry all that shit with you, and it isn't caught on camera, it, oh, it just does. It just affects what happens. It affects the kill. You, you'd like to say that we, it, I don't Either know. Either way, you're happy, but. You are at the time. But, like, right now, I wish I had that. Well, you're not happy. <laughs> no, not thrilled. I also, there, there, and I'm putting. When we post this video, I'm putting a reward out there. $500 for someone who has information because somehow I am missing footage of Jeffrey Rosh missing a blatant shot. Like blatant. Called that turkey in at noon and he completely missed it. And that footage is fucking gone. Do you think he got a hold of it? I think he did. I think he, he snuck in. I think he snuck into my computer. I don't even know how he knew where it was because I remember seeing that footage on my computer. And all of a sudden, I'm going to edit the goddamn video, and it's nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. I call bullshit on it, and I'm putting a reward out there, five hundred dollars. So you had any information on it, and it leads to his 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 execution. Because <laughs> so it was a bla- I mean, I don't blame him. It was a bad miss. <laughs> it was a bad miss. He body shot a fucking turkey, and the thing just flew away. Oh. Okay. Well, and it was a great hunt. It, it happened. Awesome it, midday hunt here's too. The thing, it happens to people. So we like, know. Maybe not be so hard on good old we Jafar. Know. We know. We know. <clears throat> um, all right. Turn up too much. All right. Next one. Uh, the next question is from our good buddy Abe Beckstrand, Mr. Beckstrand. Yep. Yep. Uh, he asks, are there specific turkey habit improvements you've made, or does good deer habitat improvements also benefit turkeys? I love this question. Excellent question, Abe. This is a, this was a great question. I saw it. And I'm like, I better put this one last because yeah. this yeah, one might take some time. I can go a little bit on this. Go for it. Okay. So the beautiful part, especially if you're gonna go in line with with our management 
like ideas. Everything that you do to improve um, the forage, so like the food, the cover, all that is a positive for turkeys. So when we create like bedding areas out in like old egg fields, that grass, as long as you put the appropriate stuff out there and it grows the good, a good amount, that's where um, turkeys end up laying their eggs. So any tall grass, any like good thick cover, that's where they lay their eggs and that's how they, that's how you, you're gonna get more eggs to survive. The survival rate of turkeys, Terrible. how ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. Almost, what was it? It's almost as bad as turkeys. What was it? 20%? 8%? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's like, see, it's, yeah, it's insane. When you see groups of five or six jakes the next year, it's like, what the fuck? These things are like. Good job, guys. Yeah, I, I, we, we could talk about that. We should talk about that. Do you have a turkey topic for us today? Like a specific topic? Or no, we, this is this was the... We need to talk about that. The turkey topic. That dude's... The Mediator Podcast. That okay, dude. yeah. I listened to Oh my week, God. Well. That guy's awesome. Yeah, that guy's awesome. He's fucking sick. That's what I'm saying. Marry yourself to people who actually know what they're talking about. Right. He's a scientist. He has no hidden agenda. No. He, he's a teacher. Yeah. Or a professor, excuse me. Yeah. He's a researcher. Yeah. Sick. Yeah, you're a re- like, he does he literally doesn't like his, it's his job not to have a hidden agenda. And it was pretty awesome how he just went in on the age age claim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. We'll, so we'll get that. But like it's okay. So for management purposes, um, the one thing I do question is my idea of, of cutting down most of timber. So I think that would would cause some distress on on roosting trees. Yeah. Gotta leave them somewhere. To Gotta start. leave. So that would be the only thing I would, that's the only thing I'm given back here is I'm going to keep the big oaks. I'm going to keep larger trees that can roost and hopefully saving them roost. But like if you create these nice, you get good forage. So native grasses, native plants, non like get rid of the non-invasive shit that is useless for deer is useless for turkeys. Um, and creating that, like, I don't know, people say like, if you can throw basketball through a woods, it's, it's too open. Um, that kind of idea that just think about, all the places a deer can hide, a turkey can hide as well. And the big time for them to hide is when they're laying eggs in the spring. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Any any improvements you make to your property for wildlife, deer and turkey pretty much run along the same. Because you add water, turkeys need water. Like, they're, they're even more, they even lean on water more than deer, I think. You can pretty much book it. Like, if there's a good water source around and some decent trees, there's going to be turkeys around. And if there's not good water, they will not be around. Even around here, you'll go into a woods. If there's not water close by or near, they will not be in woods. And that, and you'll sit there and be like, why are there not turkeys here? And that's probably most likely the reason. Because they are, like, very, very dependent on water. So, you anything else? I would just um, suggest leaving the mowers in the shed until late June at least. Yeah. You know, if, if you got like CRP fields, which you're not supposed to mow anyways, but you know, overgrown food plots, don't go out there and start mowing them down. That's just helping nothing with the turkeys at that time. Well, and long. we can get into debates on whether mowing really helps with anything ever. Well, it helps to shorten whatever plant species are there. Yeah. That's yeah, about it. Um, I'm. People just love mowing. They love the way it looks, too. I do too. Well, it's got a nice smell. I, I do. I know. But when you look into the science of it, mowing does not have any. I shouldn't. Okay, I'm not gonna say anything because someone will fucking throw some stat at me 
ooh, makes a clover sweeter. I, I don't really, whatever. I don't think the deer care that much about that. I think they care about all the other plants that they can eat in there. Pretty much essentially put your mower away. You're going to see a lot, a lot of improvement. All right. And then he, he had a two-parter. Uh, his second part was, what's your favorite way to cook turkey? Slowly. <laughs> Marinated. Um, mine is, mine is I, I marinate them for a couple days, full breast, cube them up, and then uh, slow smoke them, bacon wrap with uh, jalapeno poppers. So I call it jalapeno poppers. Cream cheese and the jalapeno. Here's the issue. Don't fucking cut a jalapeno, take the seeds out, and just start cooking with it. You have to sweat it out. You sweat the spice out. So you cut the jalapenos, you take the seeds out, you have all these halves of jalapenos, right? And you've even had this, you didn't even, Jed has even had this before, you don't even like spicy shit. I, I, I can't do jalapenos. You've eaten these before. I'm positive you have. I'm not. Alright, whatever. I'm pretty sure he has. <laughs> so then you have a bunch of these half jalapenos, right? There's no seeds. <clears throat> You turn your faucet on as pos as hot as you possibly can. You pile them all into the, a strainer, and you run that like extremely like as a hot a strainer or a colander. I don't know, man. I ain't getting into like the specific. <laughs> would you? What, would you? Would you use it to? Can like, you explain what a colander is? Yeah. That's a colander. What's a strainer then? A strainer. You think it's a flat like, surface? Like, no, like a wire Wired mesh for like when you're like, like for oh well, and stuff. I do use one of those too. Oh, it actually has a little extension thing. It pops up on the okay, sink. Okay. But I probably use the um, colander more. So, anyways, I mean, I'm talking. If you want, if you you're like a little bit, you wouldn't wash your hands in this shit, right? It's too hot. It'll burn your shit. Get a good new water heater. Test her out on this. You run that water underneath it, and pretty soon you stick your face up over it. You clean your sinuses out because that spice is getting extracted from the jalapenos. There's gonna still be some like little bite in there, but it's not gonna be like what you, like you cook with it, it's not, if, even if a person who doesn't like spicy food can eat this then. It just tames it, but you gotta suck it out. You can't just cook with jalapenos, it'll overtake the whole thing. So you sweat it out, and then you cube it up, a little piece of turkey meat, wrap it in, put some cream cheese in there, it'll wrap it in bacon, smoke it for like, I don't remember what it is, but smoke, slow cook it, and uh, I love them. I love uh, pulled, pulled, slow-cooked turkey, like pulled pork, but with turkey. Mom makes a good recipe of that. Jed has a few, uh, probably, that he likes. I like uh, I like making schnitzel out of the breast. Pound it thin. <clears throat> Roll in flour and egg, whatever kind of spices you like, and cook it quick. That's, that's a non... That's a non-slow cook. Yeah, because like you, you pound it so thin. Yeah. Tenderizes it, yep. and, you know, um, and then with the with the legs and stuff, I like to uh, I like to slow cook them in uh, whatever kind of whatever kind of liquid you prefer. Uh, slow cook them and then make uh, make pot pie out of it. Oh, oh yes, and that is good. I'm a big pot pie fan. And the legs, the legs are worth keeping if you have significant time to cook in the next week. No, I disagree. Well, I, I think I think they're fine frozen. Do you? Yeah, you I, I, yeah, yeah, I've frozen them. So the legs are, are worth your time to cut. Yes, off. absolutely. They are a little tedious. You cook them. Uh, I personally have slow, just slow cooked them literally in a, in a, in a um, pressure cooker. Oh, pressure cooker. Yeah, yeah that's even better. Um, and then it just takes a lot of time 
to, uh, oh, Bobo has joined the party. Hello, Bo. Say hello to everyone. He's leaving. So, when you do pressure cook it, it comes out and you have to sit and pick through all those veins, and there's quite a few, but you end up with, uh, cold meat. You can't just, you can't just, like, you can't, like, cook it and then just eat it off the bone, though. Have you ever, like, I don't think that's possible. Well, I mean, it's possible. Like, you can eat it. It would be disgusting. <laughs> like, there's so many veins in those legs. But that meat, once you get pulled out and you separate it from those veins, it's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's great. That I'm just a little more tedious than it's it's tedious, but it's it's dark meat. Right. Like it's it's, it's dark meat after that. It's dark meat. Yeah. Man. All right. I have I'm slinging a little watermelon white claw this week, which I prefer. Jed tried a little tangerine, didn't like it. Yeah, it was a little watermelon. Uh, the watermelon's pretty good. It tastes just like a watermelon guy rancher. Yeah. Really. It smells like it too. I have yet to try a watermelon. I think it smells like it more than it tastes like it. Oh, it definitely smells like it. <laughs> I thought it tasted like it, too. Yeah. And see, I don't think the tangerine is too bad. No, it's just tinny. But I think mango is still my favorite. But I have yet to have lemon back there. Nobody asked you. I would be like a mango freak. I'm sorry. Mango, mango. Yeah. Bo's still here if you're hearing random snoring. <laughs> That's not why it's this time. Oh. <laughs> that was. That was. That was me. <laughs> Bo, speak. Speak. No. Not gonna, not gonna, no you podcast stuff today. So, He's got all right, Chase. are we good with the questions now? Yeah, yeah great it. questions, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Abe. Thanks, everybody, for the questions. Yeah. All right, let's, uh, should we dive into our dissection of the podcast? So, sure. uh, Meat Eater did a podcast recently, uh, probably a week ago, well, two weeks ago, whenever you listen to this. Um, do you know the guy's name? Wild Turkey Doc. That's his, yeah, that's his Instagram that's handle. I'm looking it up right now. Once again, we find ourselves just getting ingrained in these biological, actual professionals. These scientists. They seem to make so much sense. And I, I don't know if there's actual, like, a, there's actually, like, a kind of a movement happening where there's, they're getting more attention. Um, well, just in better research. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, and their tech, the, their research is getting ridiculously good. That's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I mean. So essentially, go to Meat Eater stuff. You'll find their podcast. It, it, it's uh, they're gonna pull Weston and Jared will pull up their name, but um, Mike Chamberlain. Mike Chamberlain. Yeah. Name. We're gonna try to get him out here, Weston. <laughs> start messaging him on Instagram. Mike, Mike, Wild Turkey Down. So check him out. Freaking love this. Guy. He has a Turkey Tuesday. Yeah, that's because the science behind. He's, he he confirmed a lot of my stuff. He taught me a lot of stuff, too, in that mm-hmm. podcast. So the things he confirmed, can't age him. Bullshit. Fucking impossible. <laughs> the only way that you know what I like, him. You know what I also like? He was, he was shit-talking people aging deer on the hoof. I like yes. that. Yes! Oh, yeah. I do, too. I like I'm sticking with that, too. That's getting to be bullshit, dude. Like, unless you, you know have... it's mature or not. That's it. That's my philosophy now. Unless you have, like... Legitimate experience with the buck from a very young age. Yep. Where, where yep. you could assume one and a half or two and a half. Like, you're going to be within a year of that buck throughout his life. But just to see a random deer come up and be like, four and a half, get fucked. I'm fairly certain of this. These people who are have the largest followings in the hunting industry literally ran out of things to claim they know about. That's why they started aging deer. Because they're like, well, we can't really tell the truth about food plots. We can't tell the truth about wood stuff. We're not going to tell them what we do in the woods. We're not going to tell them how we set up our properties. We're going to tell them about the food plot seed 
but we're not gonna like say like we're gonna say all this dumb shit, you know, to get them to buy it. You gotta you gotta spray a bunch of shit on there to make everything good. I literally think they ran out of shit to say to make them sound smart. So they're like, oh, we're gonna start just aging these deer. There's three categories of deer. There's a fawn, and a yearling, and a buck. No. Adult. Then there's a immature buck. Well, that's four. Now yeah, you can tell that pretty easily. Yeah. But then there's a mature buck, and after that, man, when you start getting, when you start trying to, when you start tossing around six and seven, <laughs> that's my favorite. You better have some fucking documentation. Uh, that is okay? my favorite. Like, oh, he's he's six and a half. No, I think he's seven and a half. Okay, so back, but back to the turkey thing. Right. He completely shit on that. Like, there, you can't aid him. There's two ages of turkeys. There's a Jake, and there's an adult. That's it. Spur length, no. Beard, Beard length, length no. no. Weight, no. You don't know. Nope. Spikiness of their spurs, no. So Nebraska turkeys who didn't have spurs, that was a gobbler that you shot. Yep. For sure. Yep. And we said at the time, like, it makes no sense. That thing was a that thing was a top. And if you're gonna if you're gonna look at really anything, even the spurs and beard, technically could be could lead you astray because there is a lot of um, like gene like gene type stuff where people they might not have spurs. The shit happens to them or their spurs get knocked off. Yep. Whatever. The only thing you can honestly look at, and we've started doing it the last couple of years. I don't know why we didn't pay attention to it more. Is their fan, mm -hmm. their center tail fans. Are going to be longer than the rest of their fan. Their fan literally does not grow out in the first year, but after it grows out, that's all you. That's all you know. Once it's an adult, because their fan will always be even. So, like when you look at a Jake fan, I don't know what was a Jake. Dash? I had was the first like inside two, three, four, three, three. It was like three, maybe four. Yeah, and he said it changes throughout the spring too. Like because right. they keep the molding. later. The later it goes, the the more. Yeah. The more feathers it will be that are long, which seems weird to me. Like things grow overnight. They're just, yeah, they're just doing yeah. psycho shit. I mean, they're just, you just gotta think are they like fingernails or something? They just well, continue, I think what continuously they, grow. They grow until they fall off. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, I'm not. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna even comment on that. I don't know. Not but he said. I think he said like they get to like their full. By like July. Yeah, like well, summer. Like summer. So I, I'm summer. kind of more curious, like shoot a Jake in May, late May, like the last season, yeah. to see if it has a, a more filled up fan. Mm -hmm. Should. So, that's one that he confirmed for us. Like, hell yes, yes, one for us. Appreciate that. Thanks. The other one he confirmed was like, well, I guess what what's something he confirmed for you? Oh, uh, how many roost trees they have. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was a good one. Oh, unbelievable. 14% chance that a turkey comes back to the same tree the it's next day. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Well, for, for, for Easterns, obviously. Yeah. Like, Western birds, don't, they, they don't count. Just because they, they just don't have as many trees to select for it. So a lot of times they'll go back to the same one. But, yeah, with the Easterns, just the amount and of actually, trees. Actually, what surprised me... Um, well, here's the deal. Good luck hunting a bird you think you know you're hunting. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Unless the fucking thing has like a hole in its head and you can tell or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I didn't realize how big their home ranges were. Yes! 1,100 acres or something? Yeah, big. Like yes. Two, like two square miles? Like bigger than two square miles. I, I, don't, I don't know, but there was a picture on there where it had, you know, the scale of the map. Um... 
Which was, and it, it was scaled at a mile, and there was more than two mile, like, more than two scale lengths in between, like, his, the farthest mm -hmm. two roots trees, which is just insane. Like, I wonder, I wonder if that's... It's completely changed my thought on, well, it explains why, randomly, you'll have, I have places that are shitty at the beginning of the year. Yep. And then they just are on fire third, fourth, fifth season, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like it explains, and it explains why you hear no goblin one day, yep. and you hear him off in the distance, and then the next day it's like, it's almost like, God damn, did that that whole group just move over to your side, or yep. like it's crazy. It's crazy to me too how many turkeys there are. Like there's just so many more turkeys than you can even comprehend. Yep. Because it, and then and another one he he did for me was they just don't gobble sometimes. Like they wake up, they just don't gobble. Right. Like they, they, there's no rule telling them they have to gobble in the mornings. Like, like yeah, he called BS on the people that said that. Oh, he gobbled over a hundred times. Because <laughs> he's like, we've literally tracked it, and he's like, the most it, uh, one has gobbled in like a whole day. It was like. Yeah, he like confirmed. He confirmed times, middle of the day like hunting right. is obviously your best time. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. he confirmed like conf like middle of the day hunting. If you get one to respond, you're it's set. And we've, we've been saying that for a long time. And he basically... That's where the slow play comes in. Yeah. Yep. He shit on... I don't Okay, I don't want to say he shit on, but he shit on, like, southern states and how early they start their seasons. Well, that... No, I think... Let's, let's say yeah, that's let's, a let's, whole topic. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a so, big topic. That's a, that's a whole podcast. Don't even topic. try... We ain't... We ain't no, no. That's, oh, we're going to get there. We're going to end there, and oh, it's going to okay. be probably like a half hour of me just <laughs> going off on that. Okay. So one thing that I was surprised that I guess that or that I I'll just say something that I learned was Well you probably learned everything. Well, I learned quite a few things. I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. Was that hens don't have a specific nesting area. Yeah, it's located, just where, where located they, beforehand. And it's they're like, just it's like they brutal, cold hearted yeah. bitches. <laughs> Seriously. Well, and it explains what God, like now I'm gonna be like pissed off when I see those nests. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you nesting there for? Like, right in the center of an alfalfa field. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? Unbelievable. You idiot. Because they get pulled off and well, they won't come back. She deserves to die. Right. Well, no. Until hopefully not. Hopefully not. There, hopefully well, she's like... He said there's a slim chance so yeah, that they would come back. He but. said, essentially, that hens have the capability of trying four different times in a year to lay eggs. Well, that's rare. Rare, four yeah. Is rare. Max and max. Right. Right. Well, that they know of. Right. Um, and, and a lot of times, like, they, they really do, like, the, the shorter term that they're on those eggs, the more they care about themselves. Like, if they've, if they've put a lot of, I'm guessing it obviously takes a lot of energy out of them to, to be there. Like, they're putting themselves in, like, an enormous amount of danger. Right? right. They're on the ground. They're not meant to be there. Right. Like, they're stuck on the ground. Mm -hmm. So, essentially, if you kick one up, they found that majority of the time, they, they come don't back. come back. They're, it's pos They might. They do sometimes, but the, the the longer they've sat on that, the more of a chance. Yeah. That they there's have. there's there's probably a higher chance that, that she never comes back to that they actually do come back in the legs. So essentially, when you kick them up, it's true. Like most likely, don't go grab them and like eat them for breakfast. But most likely, they're not gonna get hatched. Yeah. Uh, there was one spot last year where, um, and this is shocking to me. We found. A nest that had three eggs in it. A full season later, well, a week later, I guess that would be. There was still three eggs in that nest. She was nowhere to be seen. 
So like that's crazy. That is crazy. Like a coon didn't find it, a possum didn't find it, a skunk didn't find Snake. it. Like, yeah, nothing. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, that, did, that's did, almost like did that's he, almost unthinkable. Did he say that like snakes are like the number one where he is? Where yeah. I don't think it would be that high here. No. I feel yeah, not well obviously oh. here, but let's just here think about these probably. So have we covered like I said, what was the what was the We were just talking about him. And yeah. his research. I mean, it's it's a mind blowing podcast. Go listen to it like it's unbelievable. Awesome. It's an awesome podcast. This is the kind of shit you need to listen to. This guy. Yeah. We're gonna try to get him on here. Like, ain't gonna say it, but I'll do some shit if I gotta get him. I'm not gonna go there on air, but I'll do some shit. You guys know Mount Mount Rushmore. He is Craig, <laughs> Craig and him. All right. So the next just and you know you know what I'm probably gonna say. How much I love this. The owls are just insane. I can't believe it. Insane owls are just great, great horn owls are turkey slayers. Yes, dude. Can you and and they don't fuck around either. Like oh, they're killing toms. adult toms. Yep. Like he said that the adult toms get murdered not by hunters the most. Owls, great horn owls, just come fucking dive bombing at 150 miles an hour and just take these motherfuckers' heads off. <laughs> like they must just knock them the fuck out. Well, yeah, 30 pound bird sometimes. You got a weak head, man. So they, yeah, they essentially just, like, that's why a lot of times gobbling gets shut down because some shit probably happened to them. And great horned owls, that's their favorite time of the year is spring because those dumbasses start gobbling. They give themselves up right on the roost and they just swoop around silent as a motherfucker and dive bomb, knock them off the tree and eat them. So they probably, they, he, thought, he was thinking they'd knock them out pretty much and then, or they'd carry their ass all the way down. Yeah, I, I would, like, I would like to think that they hit them and dig their talons into their head and just ride that shit to the ground. You just stop if their face. If they're that much of a sniper where they can talon their head, I assume they just like, like blindside them and and knock them out. No, like they body hit them and they just get like knocked silly. I, well, maybe, but that's not what I want to think happens. <laughs> if they just snipe their head, that's insane. Yeah, but you're never gonna know. No, because how many not. times have you seen a pile of feathers? Assumed it was like a hen or a Jake. And been like, well, I don't know, like a turkey died here, right. obviously. Right, yeah. Don't know Several. how. Several. But if you think about it. Yeah, it was probably an owl. It was probably an owl, and it was probably a tom. Yeah, which is awesome. Because think, like, why, like, a lot of times it's like, how the hell are there so many feathers around here? It's probably a tom. <laughs> that, is, that was just mind-blowing, dude. And what's, fu- like, the funniest part to me is that, like, okay, so that's a real predator. <clears throat> and owl is oh. a real predator to a turkey. They locate them by their tree gobbles. Mm-hmm. You can get them to gobble in the tree with an owl. It's just crazy to me. Yeah, like why would they not gobble back? Well, because they're dumb. Right. This guy doesn't think so. But no, he doesn't dumb. think they're dumb at all. I think they're dumb. I, I have an awful lot of respect for them. I mean, there's just like he said, they're, 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 they're idiots. Like, the Toms are idiots for six months. Oh, yeah. Or not six months, so six, six weeks. weeks yeah. mm-hmm. Like, stupidest animals on earth. Well, yeah, they're just trying but to they fuck are as much impressive, as they impressive animals. So imagine yeah. if you could only fuck for six weeks out of the year. I'm, I'm. Well, this coronavirus <laughs> keeps up. I'm bite. All right. <laughs> yeah, that that. Oh. Imagine how crazy you did. I I know what it's like after two. Well, they don't care. They don't. They don't care. Wesson, it's not in their head to care. Right. Well, 
I know, it's just all of a sudden... Just uh, if anything, I'm jealous of them. Ten months of the year, they can just focus on their shit. They're just living. They're not going to get killed. A Tom, an adult Tom will not die those ten months. Mm-hmm. But he's so... He gets... He, he gets... Teenager shit. Teenager dumb. Well, <laughs> Real how about the eight... Here's another one. Eight. They, he, he said that they, they had tracked an eight-year-old turkey. Mm-hmm. In a hunt, in a hunted, heavily hunted area. Yep. Dude didn't gobble. Yeah. The turkey didn't gobble. Clearly. Yeah. He, he strutted and he drummed and that was it. Because, I mean, like, biologically speaking, the hen is supposed to go to the top. Yep. yep. Not yep. the other way around. Right. So Which he just, what? he was just, go! Oh, didn't show up. Guess that bitch ain't getting it. Well, and he, I'm sure he... He gobbled a lot when he was younger or something and found himself in sticky situations a couple of times and actually learned from it. Maybe. So the one the one thing that interested me when he broke down that he actually placed hunters. Yeah. Near near them. near uh turkeys that he kinda wanted to see if they were like yeah. they because he he knew they were older birds and he wanted to see if they were like actually really smart. And they didn't fucking And every time he so he placed a hunter, the thing the turkey I don't even think he even came close. Like, was pretty much gone right away. Like, knew that, and they were only a hundred yards. They were they were more than a hundred yards away. Right. The next time he came up, I think he never gobbled or something. And then he came up and, and like they had him GPS like within twenty yards of the hunters, and they never knew they, they never, were there. They never saw him. Yep. Yeah. And then, then he died. He died, he died late season. He he died later in the year on a like a place like two miles away in the middle of a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the hunter literally sense. walked. Oh yeah, it was right, it was right on the backside of like public, uh, like like federal like land or something like, like a plant or like some like very yeah, public yeah, area. Yeah. The dude like was in a fight with his wife. Didn't even like care about hunting. Walked out, sat just down. sat down. Wasn't hunting. Like then he heard a gobble, called once, and the thing was there five minutes later. And it was him. Mm-hmm. Middle of the day, you got a shot. Like. You get a shot at like the, the the best birds in the middle of the day. If they're not, if they haven't found a hen, or if they've already no, it's just it's mainly it's it's mainly if they're just in the act of looking. Right. I think. Or if they have already. Because they're, I think they spend a large majority of their time, even during this time period, just foraging in the woods, like doing what they do. They listen. They do the same thing for ten months, right? They cover fifteen hundred acres. Or two square miles, whatever. They go around and all they do is they wake up in the morning, they might gobble, because they, they're obviously stupid then, but most of the time during the year they don't, and they come down and all they do is forage. All they do is forage. We saw them during during Group of times, they come through, all they're doing is foraging, and then they go to sleep on the ground. Like 15 probably? You think that morning? Yeah, there was there was one. There's one always awake. One's always awake, looking, and the rest of them have their head under their wings. But all you hear is little purrs. That's all they communicate. Mm-hmm. And they, all they do is forage. They just walk around foraging, sleeping, I guess. But literally, put their heads right in their wings and they go to sleep. So they probably do that shit during even during that even during the two months that they're idiots. They go back and they're like, they're, they forward run. That's why randomly you'll call it 10 times between 11 and noon. And then randomly at 12, 15, one gobbles like right there. Cause he was probably in the bottom, like had heard it, but he was just foraging. Like it wasn't in his, right. but 
Anything else is crazy that what you else? besides the. Uh, well, he kind of confirmed your your theory of if you're patient enough. Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like if you if you if you call and he knows you're there, but the time doesn't come right away. Yeah, they actually goes, have data, and they don't find showing. anything. He goes, he's like, more often than not, that time will come. Yeah. Where he 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 keeps you in the back of his mind, and he goes, as well, there ain't, as it is, there ain't nothing here, so I'm gonna go back where I heard that one. So if you like wait it out. Yeah, they actually have sit, data showing that if you really there. just sit in the same spot until like noon. You're probably gonna get something to come through, right? Like if you if you're willing to hunt like that, I'm not. <laughs> Turkey hunting ain't the time for me to sit all making all day sit. Like I'm not doing that shit. Right. Unless I really got pissed off in an area, I just want to make I just want to kill one because I want to kill one there because the area is kind of pissed me off. <laughs> and I noticed that like I hunt area that don't hunt birds. So like like <clears throat> that green field a couple years ago. Like I was just pissed about that. Like like you like there's a ton of turkeys back here and they are just like they are just skimming me every goddamn day. Like, I'm going to hunt back here every day until I kill one. I'm sorry. It's over. You killed two? Yeah, I killed a couple, but, like, it took a while. <laughs> right. But I, I don't know. That's, I, that's the only type of, like, emotional hunting I think you can really have in turkey hunting. You can't, like, be like, I'm hunting a specific turkey. That's not a thing. Obviously. It doesn't seem like it, yeah. Based off data. But, yeah, they have data that no, shows I that. I know one that I really want to kill. <laughs> what does that mean? I know one turkey that I want dead. Well, which one? Uh, there's, a, there's a really big hill involved. He doesn't gobble, but he drums. Oh, on public? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't talk too much mm-hmm. about a crime. Yeah, yeah, then you get things like that. Where it kind of proves you the other way. Where the, the, I'm, And they're like deer, I'm sure. There's, there's more homebody turkeys than there are not. Like, but Yeah, but I mean, like, <clears throat> when you think about it, we were hunting an area, like... He was on one side of it one day. He was on other side of it the other day. Like, yeah. Like, I don't think he. Was so I, I would say the only identifi- identifying factors is is the way they act. Yeah, his actions. Yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, there there would only be one way to know if that was the turkey that I'm thinking of, and that's if he came in silent, and you never got fucked on that place again. Because <laughs> that's the only con there that can fuck you. Yeah. Because the rest of them would die. Yeah, it's public. Yeah, I think uh, that one's that that was pretty cool. And I mean, the whole podcast is awesome. What was what's the other topic you want to cover on it though? Season structure. Yeah, that was a that was a eye opener. Eye opener. Yeah, big time. It was. Uh, Cause we've I, spent, I will not even pretend time. to say that I knew anything right. around that. Like that is that was complete eye opener. Yep. So we've spent a long time being very irritated about the fact that in Wisconsin you can only get you can get two tags the first three weeks if you're on top of things. That means that you draw one and then you get in line and get a third season. And get a third season. <coughs> Before they sell out of the third season, which is 10 15 minutes usually. Um, and like, I just didn't understand why, and so I was irritated. Well, come to find out that Christ, I'd rather hunt them in March than in May, personally. Yeah, like, right, yeah, if like, personally, like, if if my desire, <coughs> like, just desire to hunt them. I got like I got like three days into May and then I'm like pretty much done. 
Yeah, it sucks. I don't like it. Like the first time you wake up and you're sweating really bad on your yeah, walk, and it's just like hot out there. Yeah, I'm in dumb. just a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, it sucks. It's Hate dumb, it. dumb. Yeah, but that's why. Well, obviously that's why we were mad about it. Yeah, and Wisconsin, from what we like, from what he talked about, Wisconsin's doing a lot better job than most places, most states. Yeah, like Nebraska is ridiculous, obviously, but well, they have such a high number, and it's a low success rate. Like when you're yeah. when you're letting people hunt in March and you're you know, only letting them use a bow. Like, it's tough. It's tough to kill a bird that way. You know? And and I don't think it's that popular of a of a destination. Like, if all of a sudden it came to be a thing where everybody was going out there... Yeah, they had to make adjustments. Right, and they started to kill a lot of birds. They'd have to. Um, but the science is you don't kill your mature toms early in the year before half of the breeding... Yep. is done because of the way that the the social hierarchy goes hand like he explained it like that you got your boss gobbler he's top rung of a ladder if you if you kill him the whole ladder is gone it's not like just the next rung moves up yeah they don't just they don't like the second dude there isn't like a second person in right command. there's just there's yeah. the top dog and then there's everybody else and when the top dog is gone it all starts over so, again the thinking fighting about, happens. Thinking about that, like, like, I almost want to break down like each point. Of okay. This. So thinking about just this area, do you think that we can draw from experience, like personal experiences, thinking like, okay, I just killed a really nice tom one day, and then have you ever like hunted like right after that at that property and no, like noticed anything? No. The I, only thing I can draw I is think. I think that I have some experience. I don't. I don't like. I just feel like I've done this before where I. For most of the time when you kill one out of place, you don't go back right away. Which I almost think might be... Dumb. In this case, it's good, though. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good for the population. Like, well, I'll do it now, for sure. I won't go back for a while. Yeah. But I have if, hunted if places it, before where it, things are a little frenzied sometimes mm -hmm. in that location after. Like, I've had... I've, I feel like I've killed things, killed turkeys, like... Like a few in like a three day period because I think after the boss gets killed, like because that happens, they're a little whacked out because they're they're all like aggressive, like trying to fight. I would assume, but my he goes into explaining why when you kill a tom, because because uh, I think it was Giannis that actually asked asked him. He said, "How come when you when you kill a tom, will they just start?" Jointly attacking oh, while, yeah. the, while the one's dead. Yeah, and he explained that, awesome. that it comes to the pecking order and you, you just killed the boss now and they've gone their whole no, life. No, I, I disagree with you. I, I think it was more of an explanation that they just hate each other. That they've had, that they actually remember the shit that right. they wanted. Yeah, like they, I don't think it's been, just the boss. Oh, I think okay. it's any of well, them. Well, yeah, they've been fighting their whole lives with, they're yeah. like, finally, this motherfucker's weak. We can just beat the shit out of him. Yeah. And that's think, basically what I, I don't think it's just the boss. I think it's any of them. They hate yeah, each other. Yeah, I think you're right. right. That's, that's why when you shoot a Jake, which I do, you see other Jakes pile on. Which allegedly, according to him, is not a good idea to shoot Jakes. Well, well it's <laughs> no. after listening to it, it's not because you're it, this the, the survival rate's insane to even. Yeah, but turkey. then. But it's whatever. Like if you really want to like have a lot of turkeys and build your turkey herd, which you shouldn't yes. shoot Jakes because. But they have, they have one large thing I drew from all this is we are a small percentage. 
Right. Very, that's that's like, my that's my next thought is okay. So you're telling me that but it's not going to stop me. Very, okay. So you're telling me that eight percent of them reach their first year, right? Mm-hmm. Of that, no. Call that a hundred percent. That eight yeah. percent is now one hundred percent. How many of, strictly Jays? How many of those make it to their second year? Depends where we're hunting. Is it with us? Not a lot of them. <laughs> no, I'm saying that we have a very small percentage that actually make all of an effect on that. Like, there's the odd. Like, I'm playing the odds that that turkey was going to die anyways. There's a reason why you see a crap like a shitload of jakes. Right. And then the next year you're like, well, we're, why aren't they all toms? Because everything I, eats turkey. So yes, because jakes are dumb. They're really dumb. But a two-year-old tom is really stupid. Because I I. I don't want to get in the age thing. I'm just, just assuming, say, I'm just smart assuming really stupid toms for the first time they're adults, just like deer, are really dumb. Right. So what are they doing every morning? They're gobbling their face off. And he's, I think he made a comment saying like the younger, younger the yeah. adults do gobble the most. So a lot of them die because the owls are just swooping around in dead silence, murdering them. <laughs> it's insane. Like those... Freaks probably gobbled a million times in March and they got murdered before the season even started. You mean we should have an open season on owls? No. No, no, no. I like owls. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> you said some dumb shit. No. I, that was a joke. Everyone I shit. don't think it was. Listen. You gotta just create better habitat up on the ground for them to hide in. That's the only way you can control it. I'm just gonna, like... I don't know. I, I don't think I've seen an effect. We've killed a lot of turkeys in a couple of areas in the last few years, and there isn't a shortage. They reload. They reload. Yeah, and if the shortage is not from us, like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I think I think the property, the main property we hunt, the far, my uncle's farm, has been so good because of all the other things that he did. He'd been cutting trees for mm-hmm. how long? The deer habitat improved we've seen a lot more deer and well because we hunt better and be, just because i think there is more oh there's definitely more it's related to having more turkeys and i will say i'll be the first person to say that i i do think when he started talking about like we actually may have an issue i do think this area of wisconsin does have an issue i there is not as many turkeys as there used to be not on that property specifically my uncle's property i'm not yeah. saying there there is more out there but the, but the habitat in the, of that land has been improved tenfold in the last five years. The overall population of turkeys in this area, and this is the biggest issue with this podcast, and it's legit. There is not as many around here. We have a we have a role to play in that. It's true. If you move the season back two weeks, you would improve that. Big time. But <clears throat> as landowner, or like a landowner or a person who hunts on a property, there, you could you can consider it a little bit. I I, I think I'll pr- I'll probably consider like moving around a lot more in early season. Like if I'm if I'm hunting one day, I won't go back there for a while if I kill a bird. I think there's something to be said of that. Um, maybe, but if you do better land management improvements and you help their habitat, you're they're gonna increase. But so it comes back to the fact that there isn't as good a habitat for them. Um, and like he explained, like the habitat, like if you take away fires and natural things from happening to to habitat, those animals, things change. Like you, if people get lazy with their land and it just overgrows into like just, or like if they cut everything out, like pre- and predators are having a more advantageous situation than the turkeys, turkey numbers are going to go down. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think. I think people are shooting too many toms. 
Oh, you do think that? Yeah, I think you should only shoot jigs. Never, ever <laughs> fuck with the top rung of the ladder. Ideally, yeah, I would shoot. I would. I mean, like, I, if you're gonna haunt a place, you should only shoot jigs. Well, you, you, if you were going around, along that model, then you could just shoot like the groups of three. Toms too. I wouldn't be shooting alone. I I think <laughs> the best thing ever to, is to shoot alone, Tom. That you that you have like some pretty good like understanding that that thing is like alone, like he's not grouped up. I could almost get on board with you there, where you should, where you'd say like, "Well, you can't shoot him anymore." <laughs> that was all. I ain't doing that. Yeah, no, I, that was Simon Jess. Like, right. I'm gonna shoot whatever comes in and makes me happy, which I think everybody. Should. So he's saying that, that there's a, a legitimate, noticeable um, change in population in the South. Yeah, thank and you. it's translated with the legitimate increase of population and popularity of turkey hunting in the South. So well, we tur- obviously turkey hunting is insanely popular. Yeah. Itself. Way but if I want to dive into that deeper, personally, I would agree that there Wisconsin has extremely exploded in popularity of turkey hunting. There's way more people to turkey hunt now than there was ten years ago. But if you make the necessary improvements to your property to improve the habitat, I think it can cancel you hunting your property less. Has to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like we've seen it. Like we've killed way more turkeys in one in a farm. I've killed way more turkeys there in the last few years. I don't know. I don't know. I also am a lot better at hunting, though. <laughs> so well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if there's more turkeys out there. Cause I do remember a time when there was turkeys spread all over that farm, and the knowledge like they're like it consolidated pops. in one goddamn corner. Yeah. That corner has been good the last few years. But it's been phenomenal. Insane. But I remember well, how, that it started. Like, it started with Ryan's, yeah, and truck. But like, also, who knows? I had been hunting it two or three years before that because it was the best spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The issue, is, I don't know. If it's me, I don't think it was me that caused that issue. Like, I don't think we've killed too many out there. And there's there is a lot out there. There's a lot of turkey in that spot. That's a that's a great turkey area. Yeah, but like you, I don't, I don't see them on the roads anymore. Yeah, dude. I don't I've, see. I've, I've I used to be able to drive out that few. ridge and see them all the time. Yeah, I've seen very few this year. I it used wasn't to. A bad this time of the year, no, I used to be able to go to some places and see some giant flocks. Mm-hmm. And we were, in Wisconsin, you don't really have giant flocks. Like we aren't like that. But there was. You could find them in March. I didn't. I, I did not find one flock to watch on a daily basis this this March. No. In the normal places that I would find them, and I still drove around a lot. So that is concerning. Like there there has there has to be some type of explanation for it. But the the so the the killing numbers go up. But is that related to the amount of hunters? I don't know. A lot more people hunting. Yeah. Not to mention the further we get into this, the better we're going to be at turkey hunting. Mm-hmm. Like they're making. <laughs> decoys now that are ridiculous well, like turkeys are doing things now that they never did before and not to mention people like when we were even like 10 years ago they were only like 20 what was the first turkey introduced was that like 80s mm, 70s I feel okay like. so like our parents they remember like starting this shit like they remember like yeah, yeah. starting like learning how to do it mm-hmm. yep. 
You're not going to tell me that, like, technology and just us being better at hunting hasn't had played a role in it. Right. Like, for example, you said you shot the first turkey you ever shot at, and then you missed, like, <clears throat> 20 in a row. No, it's How more like, you, like, it's I, more like an example, like, see what you used to have to deal with not hunting with decoys and see what you have right. to deal with now. I mean, it, it really good is decoys. that. Yeah, good decoys. A good decoy, and I, sure, I'm probably better at calling, and I'm probably better at, like, just being in the right spot at the right time, but good decoys have given us ridiculous amount of birds yeah dude if a bird comes out 250 yards away in a fucking field and just comes and and just comes and you just sit there and then the new strategy pretty much is like don't fucking call don't do anything just get, let them get, get their attention and let them do their thing do you remember what we did as a kid like when we when our parents didn't have decoys and we were just hunting field edges and, and one did that you were like you rolled your eyes like dang it that's a loss now the the goal is to just have them see the decoys so every a lot of other people are doing this too. The this, the success of kill is going to go way up. Right. So I guess the more we're talking, I mean, I, there is there is a there is some type of correlation. I don't know. My solution, I guess, would be to try to improve your whole habitat so there's just more babies to survive because. Yeah, I agree. It'd be hard for me not to start killing the amount of turkeys I want. <laughs> but I, don't, I mean, I don't. Killing I don't, turkeys is fun. Do it's you, a lot of fun. Like, do you think that there should be? But some there, sort I guess there, 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 there. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I guess that would be my solution. You, you don't, think, you don't think the Jared Denard nineteen bird season? I was just about to bring that up. No yeah. way. He shot nineteen in one season. I think it was something yeah. like that. Fifteen, nineteen. Oh, no, I was going to say over twenty, but no, yeah, I don't know what he did. No, he. He said he watched over 20 die when he pulled the trigger on. I think it was part of like 26, though. Yeah, something yeah. like that. That's insane. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. You can shoot one and then you just buy one the next day. Well, I was a part of... I got up into the teens of watching him die one year. You had to be pretty close last year. Yeah, I mean, like, if you hunt a lot, like, it's... It, like, being part of it is fine. So what do you think would be, like, a legit bag over? Three? Three. Yeah, yeah, three. Two, you get you whatever. get you get one in the first. Like here's how I think it should be. You should get one in the first three seasons, and two in the four through six. Okay. Well, here's mine. You delete two seasons. It becomes a four season, and you start the last week of May, or, or sorry, last week of April, like the last like week. So it would just be four seasons. Yeah, because he, you can I mean, there was three. there was strong. He made. Like in, okay, if, if the goal is to then create more babies, right, and make get get that success rate up, mm-hmm. essentially you probably shouldn't hunt them until after May first. Right. So yeah. Because so over fifty percent of the breeding is taking place. So you're just saying basically season one would be season three right now. Yeah. And I don't I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't even think I would do that. I'm just saying if, I mean, if we got like to the what? point where shit got started getting bad, we have to do that. That's the solution. And overall, Wisconsin's doing better than other states. Like, there's other states that are hurting bad. Like, the South is not, like, they're going to have an issue in a couple of years. But I think if you, as a person, improve your habitat where you hunt, okay? If you have a, if you, even if you have permission, man, like, get into some, like, ninja shit and, like, sneak in there and, like, clear open some shit. Like, try to, try to cut some... If you can't cut a tree down, cut some branches and get, let's let a sunlight hit the goddamn floor in a couple of areas. Give them somewhere to survive. Like they like tur- that's another thing. Miss Smith, turkeys don't just sit in trees all day. So if you're in a wide open woods, why the fuck would they be there? 
They can't just sit in the wide open for fucking 10 hours a day. They're going to get murdered. They already do get murdered. So, don't have park-like woods. It's bad. Nothing good happens there except you can see a long ways. It looks really pretty in the fall. I mean, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's not, it's not good. And turkeys don't want to be there. Right. Kill raccoons, kill possums, kill skunks. Kill coyotes. Yeah, I mean, but it's, I think it's more like just let nature be nature and we'll play a, we'll play a, we're going to be play a small part on it. But if we, if we make up for it by letting nature take its place, most of the other time of the year, and let the woods be the woods. We'll probably it'll probably even itself out. That's right. what, that's what I'm saying. All right. And I mean, <laughs> that guy was awesome. He was. Yeah, yeah. I love him. Yeah, make, uh, wild turkey doc. Mike is there is, is there anything else in that podcast that surprised you? Um. <sighs> <clears throat> I think what's what what's your overall like, I guess what's your overall like if you were to like take away something and try to are you gonna change anything are you gonna do anything different? Probably not. Um, I mean, like in Wisconsin, you're kind of handcuffed, anyways. You know, because it's not like you can go out in the beginning of April and kill three. No, they do. They do the good job. Yeah, they they do the it, best job. I, I guess I won't. I won't be looking at at other states seasons now and being like Jesus Christ Arkansas why do you open after us yeah that makes sense yeah they, they well, nope no, no it makes complete sense right. like good job Arkansas you realize you weren't having as many turkeys as you wanted but they got into it they got into a dire issue like they were running Correct. Like they, they had, running out of them. They had to they're in bad it'll be interesting to see how quickly it turns around because that's a new change they made right I'm not. I'm not sure. I guess. Yeah, I can't. I didn't think about hunting Arkansas until this year. So. And then how like it is crazy when you you just think about it and you're like, God damn, some of these states are pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. Like you're gonna have, like like he he made a big point as to say like a lot of these states are gonna be fucking hurting. Well, and we're we're I I I'm just saying I think we're included. I think the southern states are more progressive than we are. Yeah, because they're actually obviously long. Yeah. And I just think, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be feeling it too. And I I personally feel like I've seen I've seen a decline. So you yeah you. And we've about had we've had some rough winters too. And I've always put it to that we've had like rough like the last five years of winters. I bet three of them have been really shitty for them. Yeah. Well, last year we had we had bad ice late. Like like I remember thinking, holy shit, we're gonna make it through this winter finally decent. You know, yep. good winter, and then we had the mice. Right, two place. years ago we had how many 12-inch snowfalls in the middle of April, right? Yeah. And they were, like, being really dumb. Yep. Obviously, they're bi- I'm sure they're just, like, deer. Their bodies get worn down, and they probably, a lot of them made some dumb decisions that those few weeks, no. too. I think uh, the question I had asked you was, um, are you going to, like, take anything away? So, I think mine, I think I'll just... Hmm. Guess I won't. I guess I'll have another positive way to look at it if I draw a third season randomly and I don't get a first. Yeah, I'll be like, well, at least I I know I personally am not a good enough person to just forego one and two because I can't control myself. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not going to not apply for those seasons because if they're right. offered, 
like like it's a it's a him or me thing. Like that turkey's going to die. Why would I not? Well, I I I think it's a it's that, and I think like if I kill one turkey, I'll just do a better job in this area of trying to preserve more than one. Yep. You know. Yep. It's just it it comes back. It, that was my drawing uh, theme from that. Is you just gotta do a better job. You gotta think about and and pay attention this year. Like in May, what? Like think about what a turkey needs with their babies, right? They need security. They need cover. Everything is hunting them. They're literally every animal in the woods that they walk amongst is a predator to them. So what are they gonna be in? Like they, what are they gonna? How are they gonna have success? They need water. They, they, they don't even need technically. They don't need like food during that time. They, I'm sure they run on like nothing. But the, but the moms sit on the eggs all day. Mm-hmm. And do they do all night? Yeah. Yeah, they just sit there. Yeah. All night. Yeah. Unless they get, unless they get spooked off or moved off. Yeah, for those, for those. So how the fuck are they? The how, like, think about it, you guys. Yeah, how are they gonna it's a possibly miracle that do that? Yeah. Can do it. Right. It's crazy. So you gotta look at your property and be like, well, where could they even do this? Give them a good spot to do it. If you got, I'm sorry, if you got 100 acres and you got 60 of this beautiful corn, and in the spring all of this is corn stubble, and then you got a woods like, oh yeah, I just love working my chainsaw. I love clearing trails. Got a beautiful woods. Got a bunch of timber. I'm about to harvest. 20, 30 year old timber, that's it. There's no weeds, there's nothing on the forest floor. Where's that hen gonna go? Not on your property, fucking impossible. Yep. Or it'll get murdered. That's why you see them get pushed out into the alfalfa when the alfalfa gets up to like knee high, because that's the best they got on that farm. Yep. And they were driven to do something really dumb. So, gotta pay attention, gotta do a better job. Am I getting like? Am I getting like out of control with those like shit? Am I, getting, like, I mean, you're driving the point home. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I think they get it. Yeah. We gotta be at what? Anything else, Weston? No, that's that covers everything we wanted to well, talk we've about. Gone, anymore. We've gone long enough. I was gonna say, what, what are we at? Buck twenty. Fifteen. Yeah, that's longer than. All. Majority of them. you're still listening. <laughs> Big thanks. Big subscribe. Thanks. Yeah, thank you. We'll be back next week.